family and fellow soldiers, I'm the professor, and this is the moment of truth. And now, the Friday Crime Report. Before we get to the subject of today's crime report, I want to give you an update to a previous crime that I told you about. Back in September, I related to you the story of how in 2018, members of the white supremacist gang, the Hammerskins, attacked a black man in Linwood, Washington beating him nearly to death and leaving him with permanent brain injuries. The assailants were caught. One of them literally climbed a tree to try to evade the police, but the fire department blasted him with a fire hose to get him to surrender. They all pleaded to their crimes. In January, four of the attackers were sentenced to between two and four years in prison. They're also required to pay their victim $170,000 in restitution for his lost wages and medical bills. And of course, because white supremacists are cowards, when it came time for sentencing, they all began white-splaining to the judge begging for mercy, just every lie they could think of to try to slither their way out of prison. The leader of the gang was ridiculously claiming that he was ashamed of his violent actions and that now he no longer held the views that he once did. Another one of the assailants said that he was disgusted with the fear he took part in creating. Another assailant called his actions reprehensible. You can tell that their lawyers wrote this for them and just told them, this is what you say to the judge and see if it works. This is the white supremacist male's version of white woman tears. It's the old white supremacist two-step. If they think they've gotten away with something, they brag online about it. But if they get caught, they begin lying that they've turned over a new leaf and blah, blah, blah. But an interesting factoid of this sentencing is that in the plea deal last year, the prosecutors entered into an agreement with two of the ringleaders of the race attack that would give them three years. It was the judge who decided to give them four, more than what the prosecutor had wanted. This is the Biden Justice Department at work, never missing a chance to cut some hate crime perpetrators a break. They tried to kill a black man. The victim wound up losing his home, his pets, his belongings as a result of the near-fatal beating he took and the recovery that he tried to undertake, which, by the way, he still has not recovered to this day. And for that, the attempted killers get four years in prison and a tiny fine. That's not justice. But then again, as we all know, we don't live under a system of justice. We live under white supremacy, which is why we make it our focus to destroy it. Now, there's been another case where the white supremacists were handed an L, and the sentencing in this incident was better. Back in July of 2021, in Jonesboro, Georgia, which is just outside of Atlanta, Larry Foxworth fired numerous rounds from a Glock pistol into the window of a convenience store. Now, that store is located in Clayton County, which is a predominantly black suburb. And then 20 minutes later, this Foxworth character went to another convenience store and did the exact same thing. When he was eventually arrested, he confessed that he targeted the stores because he was hoping to kill some black people and Arabs. Now, this guy lives just outside Atlanta, and he went to a predominantly black suburb to carry out his attack. So we know who his priority target was. There were people inside both stores when the race attack occurred. Fortunately, no one was injured, but he admitted he wanted to kill black people. So that made this a clear-cut case of attempted mass murder, but of course, the judge didn't seem to see it that way. The gun charge alone carries a mandatory minimum sentence of 10 years. And for the other charges, he could have and should have gotten life in prison, but the judge gave him only 20 years. 
So white privilege is still the order of the day. Say, isn't NBC constantly telling us that after the Aaron Persky recall, judges would be terrified to hand down anything other than the harshest sentences? You know, I'm still waiting to see when the judges are going to start throwing the book at people because it hasn't happened yet, at least not with people who have always had genetic immunity from the law. So the bad guys are taking L's, not heavy enough, but they're taking them, though you have judges who deliberately hand down light sentences. But they're not the only ones in this injustice system who are trying to make sure that the guilty never get punished. We'll continue with the moment of truth in just a moment, but first, a word from the official sponsor of Black Empowerment, Power Tools. There's no telling when something's going to come up, so make sure you carry your power tools at all times. You never know when you're going to need to bring the hammer down, or when you'll have some trash that needs to be blown away, or some obstacle that requires cutting down. Don't get caught empty-handed. Keep your hammer close by. Keep that leaf blower at the ready, and always carry your steel. Power tools. Because no matter what your day job or side hustle may be, there's no excuse for not being ready to put in some work. Speaking of creeps inside the judicial system who try to give these would-be hate killers a break, that brings us to the subject of today's crime report. December 6th, 2021, Fremont, California. 45-year-old Corey Brown had a rotten neighbor, a piece of trash named Aquil Akbar Khan, who lived in the same apartment complex he did. Khan had been menacing Mr. Brown as part of an ongoing pattern of racial hostility. On November 29, 2021, Mr. Brown had walked to a nearby store. He saw Khan's car parked there. Brown reported that Khan then yelled racial slurs at him and tried to run him over with the vehicle. Brown barely managed to avoid being struck by dodging into some bushes. Khan then drove away. Of course, the police did absolutely nothing because their job is to harass, frame, and kill black people, not to actually enforce the law. Khan also vandalized Mr. Brown's car, writing racial slurs on it. Nothing was done about that either. And then, finally, on December 6, 2021, Khan spotted Mr. Brown walking through the parking lot of the apartment complex they lived at, and he thought he spied his chance to get away with murder. The attempted killing was caught on video, which I'm not going to show, but the video makes it indisputably clear that this wasn't some accident. It was premeditated. He struck Mr. Brown with his car, crushing Brown between another vehicle in the process. Khan then threw the car into reverse and kept driving into Mr. Brown over and over again as he lay on the ground five more times. Having thought he killed his intended victim, the race killer then fled the scene. But Mr. Brown didn't die. He was severely injured, but alive. Miraculously, the thugs in blue actually conducted an investigation for the first time. Fremont police found out about an address in Roseville that Khan was known to frequent. So they contacted the Roseville PD to see if the attempted killer might be there. Khan wasn't. But his car was, and it was towed to be held as evidence. Khan was eventually tracked down to Mather City and arrested. This was indisputably a hate crime that had been committed, but the DA of Alameda County at that time, Nancy O'Malley, refused to charge Khan with a hate crime. Instead, she decided that premeditated attempted murder and assault was enough. And it was no accident that she didn't charge Khan with a hate crime because just a few months earlier, in August of 2021, 
Khan had been arrested for an incident where he assaulted a woman for speaking Hindi, brutally beating this woman afterwards. In that case, O'Malley did charge Khan with a hate crime. So Khan wasn't the only one with murderous racial bias. This O'Malley creep is also equally racist. Among these prosecutors, it is clear there's an unstated rule that you don't bring hate crime charges unless the victim isn't black. So if you punch a person of color, that's a hate crime. But if you run over a black person six times while yelling racial slurs, it's not. Well, Alameda County has a new DA now, Pamela Price, and she's announced that she's making it a point to review a number of those old cases that her predecessor had to see if they were handled properly. And that's how she came across this one. DA Price said that her predecessor, O'Malley, should have charged Khan with a hate crime, but failed to do so. And that's why DA Price added the charge to the case. She's also making it a point to review a number of old cases, including ones about use of force by the thugs in blue out there. By the way, on a side note, you'll recall that Kamala Harris used to work in the Alameda DA's office. In fact, that was her first prosecutor's job back in the 90s when she was an aspiring thought for low-down Willie Brown. These prosecutors don't bring charges based on the law, but rather based on their own anti-black racial bias substitute their own prejudices in place of the law. I don't know who Pamela Price is, but I like how she's handling this situation. Let's hope that she's like Judge Olu Stevens and not like Fannie Willis, Alvin Bragg, or Kim Fox. We don't need any more bootlicking Negroes in these prosecutors' offices who are only too happy to give anti-black hate criminals a pass. We need prosecutors who are actually pursuing justice. That would be a first. Garbage like Aquil Khan don't deserve to be part of society. What he deserves is for Pamela Price to turn him into judicial roadkill. And that's this week's Friday Crime Report. Keep your eyes open and stay on alert, because there's a lot worse criminals out there than the ones the white corporate media chooses to show you. Good day, and be one. I'd like to take a moment to mention some of our contributors. Turk McKenzie, Harvey Wilmore, Noel Williams, Melvinia Miles, and Jeremiah. Salute to them and thank you to everyone for listening, liking, and sharing this message. Black empowerment only exists because of you. Nene had to go to the post office to drop off the orders that came in last night. So just me and uh, oh, both fur babies are here, I thought. Billy will be downstairs trying to get some beef jerky from Auntie Darlene. But she's sitting right up under me. I got a uh, little Venus here, too. She's really, really up under me, like sitting on my foot. Yeah, I'm talking about you. Anyway, you're about to uh, watch the newest episode of BMG and looked down and saw that we didn't go to the post office yet and we had to get those orders out because I want to keep my uh my high rating on eBay seems that uh it's bringing in more customers because they can trust the store because I provide good customer service when something's wrong and if you didn't get something, I do send you a refund. 
or another item if I have it in stock. But right now, I am going to roll up. I got a mixture of, uh, she got me some purple glue. And uh, apes in space. I don't know why they named it that. It smells good. So I took a bud of that and a bud of this purple glue, mixed it up, and I'm about to roll me up a nice little blizzard. Do this rant in the black. Just saw Brother Torian Rain's uh, latest premiere. All these damn white supremacists are posting up old videos as if they were new and just happened. And I don't know what's wrong with white people. They really think black people are stupid, which we're not. We've been here longer than you. We're going to be here longer after you. So, uh, Twitter, uh, black Twitter went to work on his ass and, uh, called him out for being the white supremacist that he is, trying to pass off a three-year-old story as it being a current event that just happened. Nah, motherfucker, trick no good, fool. See? This is why the sun hates you, motherfucker. You pink parasites. That's why our God made you with no melanin. Because you're not supposed to be here for all time. All the other races of melanated descent, they can stay, but you gotta go. Frankly, the Russians, you can go with the Russians too. Because I've heard they them be some anti-black motherfuckers over there too. But all the other Countries are people of color, like you uh, motherfuckers like to call everybody. You can't call me a piece of personal color. I'll stop you in your trucks and tell you, hey, I'm black. I'm a person of color. Never did like that motherfucking phrase anyway. As always equals out to blacks being on the bottom. Nothing much been going on on the home front. Gonna be starting up my uh, physical therapy again. I really don't understand why they stop. You know, just when you get going and stuff, this home health care thing. It's not everything that is cracked up to be, I'll tell you that. But Nene is comfortable with it and the aunties are comfortable with it, so I'm not going to rock the boat. Whatever's working for my aunties and Nene, I just grin and bear it. I want to play some Call of Duty. Manini said, go ahead and do my rant today. She said, I slept well last night. Not a lot of 
twist and turn and she says I'll be fighting in my sleep. Wouldn't surprise me. I've seen a lot of shit. I've seen a lot of not positive shit. I've been through a whole lot. A lot that would have turned others to suicide or becoming homicidal. My grandfather said, this family is too strong of a family. I'm sure he was speaking of everybody except that faggot son of his. So with him schooling me on that, I'm looking for greater things to come down the line. And true, the last name dies with me because I'm not having no kids. Not until white supremacy is killed and buried, never to return again. But until then, no, I never bring a child into this highly anti-black world because goddamn cop or straight up racist killed my son or daughter the last thing I'm going to do is call for the law I'm going to hold court in the street that's what Trayvon's father should have did That's what Eric Garner's family should have did. Everybody want to call this goddamn Benjamin Crump. Ambulance chasing motherfucker. Your loved ones, your loved ones are worth much more than any type of payout. With George Zimmerman, they got what 20 million, something like that. I know Brianna Taylor, they got 12 million. I don't think Oscar Grant or Eric Garner or even Michael Brown, they didn't get anything. This country is on its way down. And if you're black and you got a motherfucking record, I definitely suggest you still go and get you a power tool. I don't know what's about to happen. My responsibility is to keep these women in this household safe, warm, and well-fed. 
I gave my grandmother my word, and God damn it, that's what I'm going to do. Well, black family, go ahead and end this here. Keep your head on the swivel. Watch after your elderly and your babies. Black family, be safe out there.